up close with Carlos Sang, celebrating art, entertainment and the human spirit. Welcome to this brand new episode of Up Close with Carlos Sang. My next guest is currently reprising her role as Bloody Mary in South Pacific at St. Elizabeth's Theatre in London before taking the show on tour. She is one of the most remarkable West End leading ladies, having taken on roles in Miss Saigon, to Waitress, to Cats. Uh, I am super thrilled to be introducing Joanna Ampel to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Carlos, thank you so much for having me and thank you for that wonderful um, introduction. Yeah, uh, I was so lucky to have gotten to see you in South Pacific last year in Chichester. Um, what was it that made you want to come back to the show one year on? We always we we were told with, uh, last year that it was going to happen and this was going to happen anyway. So we, as much as possible, they wanted everyone, almost everyone in the cast previously to be on board but of course that didn't work out because um, we only got half the cast and most of the principals and that is because people had to move on to other jobs uh, Mm -hmm. because there was a huge gap in between um, last year's production and this year so uh, completely understand that but of course they wanted so badly to be part of this but it's just that they're in shows at the Mm -hmm. moment so uh, which is great for them as well doing doing other things but yeah I, I feel the need to be part of this show because there is a huge responsibility here that uh, I feel I need to tackle and I need to be part of that. Yeah it's definitely wonderful to see you back in the role. Um, Did you feel you had unfinished business with Bloody Mary at the end of your run in Chichester at all? You know it always when you work on something it, it just keeps getting better and better so I knew that there was always room for improvement although I thought our production last year was amazing already, um, I knew that I could still work on certain things that probably um, needed work. So yeah, I I saw several of my uh, mentors and teachers just to help me out with the script, help me out with my acting and my singing. So, you know, any any room for improvement, we kind of like had to look at. Yeah, of course. Um, one of my favourite elements of this new production at Chichester was uh, the new orchestrations, of course, by uh, David Cullen and Theo Jameson, um, especially for Happy Talk. Uh, what was your initial reaction when you first heard these new orchestrations that had been introduced? Yeah, that, that was, uh, yes, correct. It was David Cullen, our, our orchestrator, and also Theo Jameson, who also did the prologue, who composed the prologue. I was very excited. At first, when, when Daniel was talking to me about the show, uh, he did say to me that, you know, certain things are go- going to change. Um, we can change the approach of, of, of Bloody Mary, and she's going to be presented in a completely different light. Um, I got very excited about that because I, at first I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do, do this. It was very overwhelming, the whole idea. And I knew that Happy Talk needed to change. I felt that as well. Um, prior to Daniel um, talking to me about it. Because when I was reading the script, it was like, this cannot be happy, happy talk. You know what I mean? Um, and and he, we completely agreed on that. We were on the same page with regards to that. So um, when they made me listen to the new orchestration, I was, I was so, so happy. I was so excited just to, to be able to execute the song. 
Yeah, and of course you actually got to play Nelly Furbish in a concert production of South Pacific in Manila a couple of years ago as well. Um, did you did you ever reach out to Ima Castro about playing Bloody Mary? And was this a character that you'd ever imagined yourself playing at all? Not at that time, no. Um, we had a very short rehearsal then, unfortunately, but we did what we could um, to our best ability to to execute whatever was there. It was the concert version, actually, um, which was similar to what Reba McIntyre did in, in the States and Alec Baldwin. So it was that production. Um, no, because it was a it was a shortened version. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the full show. That we did it was just like kind of like the highlights of south pacific so no i didn't get i didn't get the chance to talk to any of the bloody marys who have played it in the past because according to daniel just try not to watch any of the past productions yeah. you know because this is going to be completely different so i kind of trusted that and we wanted to create a completely new um a completely different um character Yeah, your portrayal was so refreshing to watch when I came to see the show in Chichester. Um, Do you feel like your own view of Bloody Mary has changed at all as well over the past year? It's similar. It's just gotten better. It's layered up and it's a lot clearer and richer. So this year, that's that's what we've tried to do and what I've tried to, to present. Yeah, she's she's I just feel more confident doing it now because I feel like I've I'm embodying her much more. Yeah, uh, it's interesting to hear that. Uh, in what ways were you also able to relate to Bloody Mary on a personal level as well? I think the hu- the human side of Bloody Mary, I can definitely relate to that. I feel strong because I've played Kim in the past, you know, that mother figure, you know, wanting to protect her child and wanting to give her child a better future. That's, I think that's ingrained in me already. From, from a very early age because of playing Kim, which we also talked about, Daniel and I, when we were trying to uh, create the character from scratch. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's in her already. The, the comic side, you know, the, the entrepreneurial side, I had to really work on because I've never done a show like that before. I've never done a character like that before. So it's just trying to, to gain confidence in playing, you know, that part of Bloody Mary. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember earlier this year, I got to speak to Alex Young, who of course shared the role of Nelly uh, in Chichester last year. Uh, and she was kind of telling me about how some of these older shows have garnered a bit of a bad reputation. Um, but when you are able to dig deeper, you're able to uncover these rich gems. Uh, was this something that you also felt when you were approaching South Pacific? Yeah, I actually, I thought, my gosh, this show is so racist, but it's actually the opposite. It highlights, it's very anti-racist because it highlights all the mistakes so people can see it, so people can realize it and people can actually have the, that conversation going. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what they were trying to do. And I never would have realized that, you know, if I hadn't done the show. So, Yeah. I'm thankful to Daniel for giving me this role. Now now I completely understand it. Yeah, of course, you've also gotten to uh, perform all over the world. Uh, I know you've done shows in the Philippines and in the UK, of course. Um, I was wondering, you know, how different would you say audiences are in different countries too? 
Oh, very different, of course, because of the cultural background. I mean, it will always change in, in terms of reaction. <laughs> to answer the question, um, yes, there are, it's, it's very different, um, like the audience's reaction all over the world because of the cultural background. And also because, um, I don't know, it's, I suppose, for example, in the Philippines, they're, they're a little bit shy in terms of sta doing a standing ovation but they absolutely appreciate what you're presenting to them. You know, they're, they're just more shy culture. But here, they're so used to West End, um, they're so used to theater that they actually stand up. And it's it's not even a question. It, people just stand up and with confidence, you know, they don't. it's not even a, a thought process. They just do it when they like the show and when they like what they're seeing. So um, very, very different. Sometimes it's emotional too. Like, for example when I did Miss Saigon in Australia, you know, Australians were a huge part of, of the Vietnam War and the reaction there was slightly emotional. So it differs, I suppose, and it, it also changes when, it, um, when it's a different show, uh, when you present something. Although I would say in Cats, because Cats is so universal, you know, it's about, it's about animals, it's about love, it's about happiness. So the reactions are always kind of, happy in a way um people yeah people just react differently you know also depending on which show you're presenting them yeah it's also really interesting to see how many uh stars from the philippines have gained huge prominence in the musical theater industry you know from yourself to leia salonga to uh, christina aladu uh rochelle ango um what do you think it is about the philippines which has been able to nurture musical theater talent so well i i really don't know i i, I guess we have a lot of talented people in in the country and I would I would say that with other countries, too. I mean, I've seen a lot of very, very talented people from Korea, too. You know, I've seen their productions and they're they're really of, of a very, very high standard. And also the talents there are amazing. I mean, we have a lot of of people from South Korea making it in the West End as well. You know, and I'm not just talking about. Uh, the Asian countries, but, uh, you know, other countries like from the States, from Australia, that it's just being given the chance and being there at the right time, I guess. Yeah, I remember listening to another interview that you did and you talked about how much admiration you've got for the directors that you've been able to work with over the years. Uh, of course, you're working with uh, Daniel Evans on this production, but in the past you've also worked with the likes of Nick Heitner and Trevor Nunn, for example. Uh, I was wondering, uh, is there a part of you that would ever be interested in directing yourself or perhaps producing or writing? Oh my gosh, I wish. No, um, I don't see myself as that just yet. Um, I don't know if I ever will. I think it's a huge task to uh, to tackle. And I really, really admire the directors that I work with. And I, to this day, I still don't know how their minds work. It's just such geniuses. And I've been so lucky to work with such geniuses and, and collaborate with them. It's sometimes the ideas are just like so overwhelming and it makes me feel like, how on earth did they come up with that? It's just so clever. <laughs> so I don't think my mind works the same way just yet. Yeah, I think it's a huge responsibility, that's for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, what do you think it is that makes a great director? I think you have to be a very good leader too. 
I think being a leader is part of being a good director because it is, and, and also managing people, you know, making sure that everything is well organized. I mean, it's just such a huge task, I feel. And I don't know how they have the time because Daniel, because I'm working with Daniel right now, I don't know how he juggles his time from one show to another and being the artistic director of Chichester at the same time and being there during their board meetings. And it's just so much, like you have to have a huge brain to be able to, to sort out those things in your head, I guess. It's, it's admirable. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Daniel Evans has done an amazing job on this show. Um, I know you're also taking this show uh, on tour after your run in Sadler's Wells in London. Um, I was wondering, uh, is there anywhere in particular that you are also looking forward to visiting uh, with this show as well? Uh, yes, Edinburgh. I've, I've always been, um, I've always loved Edinburgh. And um, my time there in the past have always been enjoyable. So I'm, look, I'm really looking forward to going back to Edinburgh and my husband visiting me there too, because he's never been. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, touring him around the city. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to, to Edinburgh. Although I have been in some of the cities as well, like Dublin, Dublin I love also. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the cities that we're going to are really, really lovely. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the tour. It's really exciting. Uh, I know you're also working together with a lot of the cast from Chichester last year. A lot of the principals have come back. Julian Ovenden, Gina Beck, Rob Houchin, they've all come back to the show. Uh, what has it been like, you know, reconnecting with um, cast members and rediscovering the show together again one year on? You know, it's like, it's like going back to home, like family. It's really like that. And we kind of, when we had this gap, in between um, the, the two productions. We knew we were gonna see each other. So it's, it's just like seeing each other yesterday, you know, when we, when we got in the same room on, on our first day of rehearsal. So uh, it's, it's quite lovely. It's just enriching that friendship that we already have and strengthening it. So um, yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. And, and I'm so lucky that I get to work with such lovely people in the cast. Yeah, it's been really incredible to see how much has changed over the last year as well. Um, obviously, the musical theatre industry, the whole live entertainment sector was really badly affected over the last couple of years. And you saw firsthand the gradual reopening of theatres uh, whilst you were over in Chichester. Uh, I really wanted to ask you, um, is the theatre business back to normal? Um, I mean, yes, it is back to normal, that's for sure. I just hope that people will come and um, be brave enough to come to the theater, to come back to the theater. People, not just from the UK, but all over the world, because, you know, we are, we're all vaccinated. I mean, we go to the theater feeling safe and feeling secure. We're not going to carry on with the show if we all feel like we're sick, you know what I mean? Um, so people are very careful and if, if that's what they're scared of. I mean, it's almost non-existent. COVID now is, is like having flu, really. If you feel like, you, you're well enough to come and, and watch a show or if, if you feel like you're, you're healthy, then come and watch it because we need more people coming to the theater again. We're happy that it is open now and people are being encouraged to watch and, and support the theater, but we just need more people to, to do it. Yeah, you've gotten to play some incredible characters as well over your career, from Jenna in Waitress to Grizabella in Cats, Kim in Miss Saigon. Um, I was wondering, you know, are there any characters that you would like to revisit as well in the future too? Ah, 
any time I'd go back to Grizabella in a heartbeat. <laughs> I just absolutely love that show. I know it's it's not everyone's cup of tea, but Cats is there's just something there's a special language within the show that I love that we have. I don't know, Grizabella is just such a wonderful role and I, I just enjoy it so much. I didn't realize I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. And as much as I, you know, every time I play it, I just, I'm, I've always had the best time there. I guess it's because I don't normally dance and I get to dance in this particular, in this show. So um, there's that challenge. Plus singing that wonderful song every night is such a privilege. Yeah, and you sing that song so beautifully as well. Um, yeah, it's been a fascinating interview. Um, just as a last question, uh, what do you hope audiences will take away from seeing South Pacific? I really hope the, that they will keep the conversation going. I mean, that is the ultimate goal. We have highlighted all, and also we have corrected some of, you know, when, when it was presented in the past, there were so many things that needed to be adjusted. And we have adjusted that according to our times right now. And I hope that they can see that. And I hope that we have, we are presenting a perfected version of the show or all close to perfection, because this is the version that I think should be presented from now on. And I can confidently say that for sure because we truly believe in what we have achieved here. Um, so yeah, I really hope that that can, be, that can be felt through this production and that can be um, seen um, through this particular production that we, we're presenting. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Joanna Ample, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Carlos.